from Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions. I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. I was just reading the other day that 40 million Americans suffer from an anxiety disorder. That's 18% of the U.S. population, according to the American Psychiatric Association. And then, Dr. B, you throw in a pandemic. So what happens to these 40 million people during a pandemic? What is going on in your practice right now that you can use as an example of what's probably happening across America? You know, anxiety is not always a bad thing, uh, okay? It, in evolution, it warned us, you know, that things like weren't safe. So there's a tremendous majority of, of, of people who are just like appropriately anxious at uncertain times. You know, we don't talk about it. I say to my patients, you know, you are, we are in a plague. When was the last time you were in a plague? And they say, right. well, never, uh, okay? No. I'm, we're, we're in a plague. Okay, so no. let's remember that. Yeah, you're right. And come to think of it, yes, anxiety can be helpful for some during a pandemic. Um, it's reminding you to wear the mask, hand washing, right? So all these things are great. Anxiety can serve as sort of an impetus to help you to, to survive. All that is good. But I think today um, I would like you to give people suffering from anxiety, um, some helpful tips, those people suffering from a form of anxiety that is just downright uncomfortable. There's that other side. What do you do? Okay. So now there's the other side, okay, which I see a lot in my practice. People are um, dysfunctional in, in some ways. Their anxiety is paralyzing. You know, they don't want to go to work. Uh, they, they can change their careers. Um, they have changed their behavior towards doing all kinds of activities, you know, with their family and everybody notices it. And now the, this is a different type of anxiety than just protective. Okay. So I'm going to give you some of my tips. First, if we're in control, we feel better. Don't catastrophize. Now I have patients that catastrophize. And that could be the worst thing that could happen. Catastrophize me, you know, like, you know, the world's coming to an end type of thing. Okay. Right. And, yeah. Negative thoughts. And, and the negative thoughts, ruminating, you know, about mm -hmm. things and worrying about things. That's right. true. Sorry. Sorry for jumping on you. But that just kind of before I forgot, um, a lot of these negative thoughts come from news media, looking at social media. A lot of people are going haywire by getting misinformation or, or information that gets people all ready to go in a very bad way. It fuels the anxiety. No, there's no doubt about it. I think what we need to do, which really makes sense, is you need to go to good sources like and people that you trust, like your doctor or somebody, and just really, that's kind of like really a large basis of your decision. Okay. So what are some other helpful hints that would, you know, something simple that would help people when they start to get anxious? You know, this is, it's being the here and now, 
Don't start thinking about the past. Don't start thinking about the future. Just be in the here and now, okay? It is so important, okay? So just take each day step by step and just focus on the here and now, okay? So that's huge, okay? Then you get those negative thoughts that we just talked about. We have to distract ourselves from those, okay? So in other words, you you hear yourself thinking about that, distract yourself, okay? So you be in the here and now, distract yourself. Now look, really good to do is we're very social organisms. Get together with people that make sense, that are, are, are smart, stay connected to, to people who are supportive. And positive people. Positive and positive people. people. And, you know, it's always good to be nice and compassionate to others. We know about that. And then, you know, this is, the psychologists do this a lot, a lot more than psychiatrists, but we do it, Okay. We need to take care of our emotional, physiological help. And we do that through breathing exercises, okay? So any time you can just kind of sit down, lay down, and just listen to your chest rising and falling. Close your eyes or just look up with your eyes and just concentrate on that. Now, if you could just do that, you a lot of people can achieve some sort of an alpha state, which can be very relaxful. So everybody should learn, you know, that kind of technique. And then, Linda, you know, last is, hey, look, if things don't work, then get some professional help. It's so easy now. You know, people, we got to tell them medicine, tell them psychiatry. You could do it for the comfort of your home. It's not expensive. And just reach out and get some, some professional help if you need it. Yeah, you're right. Very good advice. Um, Just get to that state where you're relaxed and you feel sure of yourself, sure of your environment. Mm -hmm. This is this. These are the kinds of things that help us stay young because anxiety can age you. That brings us to our next subject. Actually, your birthday today, by the way, happy birthday. Thank you, Linda. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Well, that's what, you know, your birthday, you know, made me start to think about how to grow older gracefully. Now, we're both baby boomers, right? Baby boomers have always been obsessed with staying young. Obviously, that's an age old want and dream and goal to stay young as we get older. But baby boomers are just, they, we, we make it a cottage industry, let's face it. Um, So let's talk about getting older and staying young mindfully. I have to tell you, I found this, this funny saying, remember George Burns? Yeah. He said, he said, you can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. Right. (laughs) So yes. And he lived to, oh my gosh, maybe a hundred. And he was always active. Him and and Gracie. Yeah. Yeah, great, great example of how to grow old gracefully. So I have a couple of tips, and then I want to hear a few of yours, but I'll go uh, first. Okay, okay. All right, for me, now we, we talked about lowering your stress level, really important. But one of the things I find is finding new interests that stretch yourself, right? 
So mm-hmm. you're going to learn something new that obviously interests you. But when you learn something new, see, we used to learn something new when we were young all the time in school. Um, we, we would surround ourselves with the new situations. But another tip of mine is obviously stay social with your older friends. But how about making new friends among a younger generation? I've been doing that lately. And what I find is, number one, I'm learning new things like technology that I might not learn among my own age group. They, they love to laugh. They like to try new things. They take me on their ride with them. And I feel like I lose track of how old I am. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I think you're doing great things. Uh, okay. And I want to just add to things that you're doing that I, I totally agree with everything you're talking about. And along with that, I think we got to take care of our body. Uh, okay. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about that, but you have to really get good nutrition. And that means you may need a, some bunch of supplements, you know, because the soil isn't as great as it used to. You have to have some form of regular exercise. Okay. And as we've been talking today, some for, form of meditation to achieve alpha states. So, I mean, those are kind of like my three things that uh, I would like to add to what you put out. I'd like to add to that, Linda, Mm -hmm. a sense of purpose. Yes. I I have too many friends who are like retired. They couldn't wait to retire. And then they have no purpose. So I think it's extremely important to have some purpose. Yes. Well, all good advice for the folks out there on your birthday. So you stay young and enjoy your special day. Oh, thank you. Take care, everybody. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.